word up mother fathers brothers sisters my friends parents teachers citizens my name is Devin I'm a psychiatrist and host of the huddle wisdom podcast we we do our best to bring to you uh, useful practical mental models which you can uh, apply in your life to help you survive to thrive and to be content with what you've got and what uh, yeah I guess what you've got I am in the car again and um, yeah I know some of you have been liking this sort of format random musings from me just riffing off the cuff in the car on the way to work on the way home from work um, this time this this one uh, this this episode I want to share my thoughts about um, how we learn about stuff um, if you're a parent like me uh, you're constantly worried about your your children I think that's normal well, it should be normal we should worry it's normal it's normal to worry about your children um, in fact it's normal to worry in general about lots of things but like I've said before you know when when you become disproportionately anxious about worries or your concerns and it paralyzes you into inaction uh, that's uh, that's a problem that we should talk about it's a problem we should try to address because uh, anxiety is usually a signal that there's a problem to be solved and there's always a solution doesn't mean that you're going to be 100% happy with the outcome of any solution that you uh, that you choose to um, uh, to run with. But still, there's always a solution to every problem. Um. So. You know, me and my wife constantly sort of worried about how our kids are doing. Are they happy? Are they safe? Are they feeling validated by us? You know, are they um, are they progressing? Are they progressing in the way that they would like in life? Because you know, they're coming to an age now where they're becoming more cognizant of other people's performance. And um, it's it's quite normal for humans to to be competitive, and we compare ourselves to others. That can be a good thing, uh, but it it can also be unhealthy. Um, you know, these things have layers, and I think it's a matter of degree, isn't it? Like with most most things in life, it's a matter of degree. How much of a good thing is a bad thing? How much of a bad thing is actually a good thing? You know, so we, yeah, we're constantly 
trying to find a middle ground. Um, and I think that middle place is going to be different for different people, different strokes for different folks. You've got to play the cards that you've been dealt. Okay, obviously if you've got, uh, you know, using poker terms here, if you've got um, deuces, you're not going to have a full house, right? How, how are you going to get a full house? You, you've only got deuces, deuces. So, <clears throat> deuces, is that poker term? Deuce. I'll probably find out later that I've actually been <laughs> uh, been using the wrong term. Deuce is that another word for feces? A pair of feces? A pair of deuces? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, hope you know what I mean. We've got to play the the hands that have been dealt to us, the cards that have been dealt to us, right? We just got. We just have to make the most of it. But be smart about your choices with what you've got, um, you know, and actually, I, I mean, it's probably helpful not to see what other people's cards are sometimes, you know, because I think that uh, that could paralyze you into inaction, you know, you see someone else has a full house, you have some deuces, and you're like, oh, <clears throat> well, they've got a full house, so I might as well not try, because they're always going to win, right, but... Maybe it's better not to see what other people's cards are because then it means that you're more free to make um, choices um, based on information that you have at hand, literally, you know. Of course, sometimes it's useful to have uh, the ability to project um, into the future using um, advantageous information that gives you an edge but relying on projections uh, does increase the risk of error um, when you're not sure whether that information is actually going to be useful or not just like in poker right just because someone has a winning hand does not mean that they're going to play that winning hand you can't predict what other people are going to do. You can only predict what you're going to do in the moment. So much better to just rely, I think, on the information that um, is, is, you know, most salient in front of you right now. The cards that you have. Um, I think that this applies to... Um, uh, you know, learning new skills. Actually, anything in life, I think, any decision that you're going to make in life, um, I think that poker analogy is a good, good metaphor. Uh, I think it gives us some handy ways of thinking about, um, uh, you know, how we optimize the information we have to make decisions right here and now. Um, a lot of my patients um, get scared to make decisions because they worry that it's going to result in an adverse outcome 
but <clears throat> like I said before, you it it's it's really um, what am I trying to say? It's I understand why you you, you want to project uh, into the future. You want to get a sense of the likelihood of um, success with success or failure with um, any decision that you make, right? Human nature, that's just what we do. And then based on a range of likelihoods of different outcomes, we might then work backwards and select the um, you know the the solution that seems to offer uh, the the best payoff, the best um, ratio of positives versus negatives. Um, but you know you still kind of have to make a decision, and um, there's lots of different ways of thinking about making a decision. My 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 favorite. Uh, thing to think about right now is, as I've been talking about, um, for me anyway, is just to play the hand that I've been dealt and just focus on the inf information I have right now. I'm not going to have all the information, I have to accept that and um, just make a decision based on the information I have right now and make try and make the best of it. Because if I spend too much time uh, um, trying to see into the future, I'm just going to worry myself into an anxious panic. I'm going to be paralyzed and that doesn't help anyone. Right? Um, sure, there, there are times when you should do nothing. But that in itself is a decision that you make based on the information that you have right now. I used to think that relying on past information uh, is is a good um, is is good information for you to rely on to predict future outcomes. I don't believe that anymore. Um, I think because I, I believe that people can do better I believe things in life don't ever stay the same um, let me give some context to that so some of my work involves um, evaluating individuals who have gotten into trouble with the law, um, maybe because they've been mentally unwell and weren't in their right mind. And so they weren't thinking rationally, which then led them down a path of bad decisions, and then they get into trouble 
with the law eventually because you know they their lives have somehow intersected with um, I don't know something that other people see as wrong right or the law sees as wrong anyway um, so we do these so-called risk assessments um, and there's a couple of schools of thought one is what we call the actuarial approach where we simply rely on statistical data in order to estimate the likelihood of a risk uh, sorry of an adverse outcome um, and then there's the uh, clinical approach where we simply look at you know the, the person's current um, state of mind um, and um, you know we simply make a judgment call based on what we see right here and now um, that's that's what I tend to, to to lean to that's the approach I tend to lean towards however um, I think a better approach, and I think most of my colleagues would agree, is that you should use a combination of the two. Um, be aware of someone's past history. Be aware of what's happened in the past. Um, so you can, I guess, have an idea of what potential adverse outcomes there might be but use current information to um, to help you refine your view of what is a good decision or a good enough decision and a good enough um, estimation of risk um, I, th I think this is a humane way of thinking about human beings and their behavior. If you're thinking about, if you're trying to work out, um, you know, their, their risk of doing something bad in the future. I think this also applies to decision making in the here and now. We have to, um, I think, appreciate that we all have a past and we all have experiences that we've learned from so of course you know if if you're alive you you're going to have a history and in your history it's going to be replete with lessons that you can learn right which has brought you to the here and now but you can't rely uh, solely on information from the past you can't rely on information from the future because the future hasn't happened yet so you can only rely on what's going on here and now in order to make a decision here after that affects you um, in the future I hope that makes sense um, uh, I don't know if this is a, a clunky segue but um, uh, I've been I, I've been training jujitsu now for about five or six years. I still suck at it, um, and um, but you know I'm a slow learner. 
and um, uh, I'm using this example because I think it might help some people who find themselves feeling discouraged that they're not progressing in whatever skill that they're trying to um, acquire or get better at. Same goes with children, right? Knowledge uh, compounds, um, experience compounds, wisdom compounds. Um, and, um, you know, there's layers that, there's a lot of layering that happens through our experiences when we're training in a certain skill or an activity. Um, I'm, you know, there's things that I've only suddenly realized now as, you know, a 40-something adult, things that I've been doing for many, many years, but not really knowing why I'm doing them. But only now am I appreciating its importance. So, um, for example, you know, uh, my father, when I was young, he said to me, if you come across um, some words that you really like, you really like, um, you know, just note them down, you know, note them down in a journal or store them in the back of your mind somewhere and try and use that word in a sentence. And um, thank goodness uh, I've, I listened to that advice because I've always done that throughout life, but I never really thought, oh, you know, um, what good is this, right? It's just, some, it's just a habit that I've started doing. Um, but over the years, um, layer upon layer, I've built up this bank of words that I use now to construct... Um, my my reports, the reports that I write, um, and um, I think without that uh, basic habit, the consistent habit of doing that recording of words, um, yeah, and and it's it's interesting for me because. In the moment, I might record a word that's interesting to me in isolation, and that word may not relate to other words that I've noted, right? But over years, um, as I built up this bank of words, um, it, things start to coalesce, and um, uh, and now it's fairly easy for me to just. Uh, connect words together in my brain it's I, I, it's hard to explain but you, you know you can form um, technical sentences very quickly because I have this repository of uh, words in my head um, after many years of building up this layer cake of, of words right um, Hannibal Lecter talks about his memory palace and I think I ha I've got a word palace in my brain um, with different, you know, there's different rooms in my palace um, uh, for different sorts of words. Depending on the situation, I can go visit a certain room, like a, and then I can pull different words to um, make interesting sentences. Anyway, uh, so what am I? What's my message to you? Um, my message to you today is: um, be in the here and now. Use the information that you've got. Use what you've got right now. Keep grinding with whatever you do. Because 
you have to trust the process of um, of learning. Learning is an amazing human thing. Human learning. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, learning is such a complicated process, and you, you can't become um, a skillful person at some activity unless you've done some work. But in order to achieve uh, the outcome that you want, you just have to keep grinding. You just have to keep doing. Uh, don't give up. Just um, just keep going. Uh, anyway, sorry, that's a bit rambly. Um, I've arrived at work now. Um, maybe I'll edit some things out. No, I won't. I'll just leave it as it is for posterity and you can... Um, you know, we can rewind to this episode sometime in the future and laugh at my crazy ramblings. Um, anyway, I hope that was useful in some way, my friends, even if it was just a little bit useful. If it wasn't useful, um, thank you for spending time with me anyway. Um, I really appreciate you been listening to me. It's Devin. I'm the psychiatrist and host of the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. I'll see you next time. See you, my friends. Bye.